Hi, I'm Callie. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Isha. And we're Best Buds. Hi, guys. Welcome back to yet another two-part special. Um, literally, everything we do is a two-part special, and they're not special anymore. It's just because we talk way too much. Um, so in the last section, we covered dorm life, classes, and extracurriculars. So now we'll dive into our social life and self-care advice. So our first section in the friendships, social life part of this episode is living with a roommate and adjusting to each other. So I don't know, Callie and I both have siblings, so it wasn't a huge adjustment living, at least for me personally, living with someone else. Um, Clarissa, I know you're an only child, so what was your experience like? Yeah, honestly, it was kind of scary to, like, move in with someone else. Like, also because, like, at home, like, I have my own bathroom, like, I have my own bedroom, like, I have my own study room. And then it went from, like, one person in two rooms to, like, two people in one tiny college dorm room. So, I don't know, it was definitely an adjustment. But also, like, I think we were, like considerate of each other and I think that's the important thing like as long as your roommate cares about you and like not bothering you I think like everything else can just be a conversation so it wasn't like as bad as I thought it would be Mm -hmm. but one of the things that did bother me was that like I do like to have like space and like some alone time and like in college you're like never alone and we talked about this in like fall semester or spring semester like that episode but I don't know, one of the things that bothered me was that, like, I don't know, like, sometimes my roommate would come back, and I'd just be, like, tired, and I just wanted to be alone, and I would, like, feel, like, a frisson of, like, annoyance, like, oh my god, why is there another person here, and, like, it's not at all her fault, like, it was just me being, like, crabby, but, like, I don't know, I think it is really hard to get that same amount of, like, alone time and space that I had at home, like, compared to in college. For me, I think it was more a matter of, like, getting used to my roommate's schedule, um, in terms of like alone time during first semester, she was actually out of the room quite a bit. So I would, I had plenty of alone time in that room, not gonna lie. Um, but during second semester, she started hanging out in the room more. So yeah, that was an adjustment that I had to get used to just like not, not having that alone time, you know. And then I know there's also a lot of like questions about um, going with random assignments or choosing a roommate. I personally requested a roommate that I kind of knew beforehand, like we weren't friends, but we saw that we were like in the same program, and we like talked a bit, texted a bit, and we're like, okay, we can be roommates, and we weren't like super good friends, but we were really good roommates, I think, Um, we were both like really respectful, we would tell each other if we had issues, um, and then we would ask before doing things like bringing a crowd over, um, letting each other know if we were going home or not coming back that night, we would ask before we borrowed clothes or different, or other things, she asked me before storing alcohol in the fridge, and that was very considerate. Um, so generally, just like if you're polite, there won't be an issue. Um, yeah, just like like Clarissa said, if you're considerate, it, it'll be fine. Yeah, I also chose someone. Well, I didn't know her before, but like I think, but we met on Facebook, and I think Facebook is like another common way people meet. That or like the roommate Tinder that UMD sets no. up. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't use that. I used Facebook. I posted online, and she messaged me, and then we talked, and we called, and then we decided to room. So I think it worked out. I mean, like, we ended up being friends and being able to, like, talk a lot. So, and like Callie said, like, we were also very respectful of each other. It was actually kind of hard, though, because she had, like, a really opposite sleep schedule as me. Like, she would sleep at 9 p.m. every day, and... (laughs) 
<laughs> like one night I remember it was the weekend and I stayed up out like late that night so it was like 4 a.m and then she had to go to DC in the morning so she got up like really early that day and got up at 4 30 so we overlapped in sleep by 30 minutes that day <laughs> oh my god so I actually went totally random um but I got very very lucky with my roommate and yeah. it's one of those situations where you hear like your roommate becomes a very close friend of yours and that's sort of what happened to us. We have very similar social circles and we we just became generally very good friends and that doesn't happen too often. So I, um, I bet on that in freshman year and I ended up getting lucky, but not everyone gets as lucky as I did. So I feel like Facebook is a good way to sort of mitigate that chance and at least know what you're getting into before you um, come into college and have at least a friend that you make and start talking to. Um, yeah. Um, there are definitely a lot of roommate horror stories. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of living in a communal space, more in the social aspect, like people are going to be loud, especially on the weekends, especially if they're drunk, especially if they're doing things in the dorms and, you know, it's just it's just something kind of got to deal with, like, um, but you can always, like, knock on the door and ask them to, like, pipe down a little bit. I remember one time I felt really bad because I had a big group of people over in my room, and we were playing heads up, so we were, like, screaming and yelling and everything, um, and then Joanna and Eileen in the room over were, like, calling me and texting me, asking me to, like, be quiet, but I didn't see because my phone was being used to play the game, so I, I saw their message, like, 30 minutes later, and I was like, oh shit sorry my bad no. um, but yeah just like be considerate there are going to be lots of drunk people wandering down the hallways in the bathrooms especially on the weekends and it's kind of entertaining <laughs> and some lie. might just randomly knock on your door don't be alarmed just like direct <laughs> them to the stairwell like it's really not a big deal <laughs> i've had that happen a couple of times <laughs> I will say, though, I strongly recommend locking your door at night because oh, drunk people sure. might wander in. <laughs> yeah. um, one of our friends on our floor, uh, like, got woken up in the middle of the night, I think, because, like, some drunk guy opened her door. Like, he genuinely thought it was his room. Um, so she was very scared. Um, drunk people do that. Just just lock your doors. <laughs> Be safe. Yeah. And now talking about drunk people. If you're going to go to a party... There, there are things you should know. Although I hope like there won't be any parties for at least a while. Yeah. So I don't know how applicable this advice is, but again, it's here. Um, so like you said, like we said earlier, bring party shoes, bring a jacket that you don't really care about because it'll be very cold if you go out in the fall and winter. Oh my god, I didn't do this. I was like, you know what? Like I don't care. I'm just gonna wear my winter coat. It'll be fine. And then someone spilled alcohol all over it like I threw it on the bed where a bunch of people like throw all their coats and like I guess someone tripped and like dumped like vodka oh, no. on like no. all the coats and then I had to wash it because it soaked like into the down and then like the sleeves are sticky anyway yeah. not a good time bring something you don't care about and that's easy to wash mm -hmm. yeah. um we had traditional keys I know a lot of universities now have like the touchpad system but oh, we yeah. had keys that you actually had to like stick into a keyhole turn, right <laughs> crazy crazy um so we so wearing your key on a bracelet or a hair tie was a really good way of keeping track of it if you were going out usually mm -hmm. I had my key on a lanyard but before I went out somewhere even if it was just to DC or 
anywhere off campus to a party, et cetera, I would put it um, on a hair tie because it just, I always knew that it would be with me and I wouldn't have to worry about keeping track of my lanyard. And then if you don't have like, like my phone case actually has a little slight compartment thing where I can put some cards. So I have like my credit card, my license and my um, UMD swipe in there. Um, but if you don't have those, get one of those like sticky things that like functions as a card holder holder for the back of your phone. And you can usually get them like around campus at different events and you know, they're very convenient. Um, so like when you're going out, you want to kind of cut down on the things you bring because things might get lost, they might get dirty and you don't want that. So only bring what you need, your phone, your key and your swipe. And you know, that's all, leave everything else at home. Yeah. And the biggest thing to know if you're going to parties, is just be safe, like just common sense, be safe. Um, go with a group of people who you trust, who you know, make sure you have all their numbers and everyone's phone is charged and the ringer is on so you don't lose anyone. Make sure everyone stays safe throughout the whole night. Um, share your location with a friend or a sibling or someone who knows like where you will be just in case because you never, you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, take care of your friends. Make sure everyone gets home safe. And if they're like really, really drunk, like don't leave them alone. Um, don't let people walk home alone if they're drunk and especially if they're a girl because, you know, we're on a college campus. Better be safe than sorry. Um, so personally, we would always have a group of like at least two to four people walking people back to their dorms after we got back to campus, especially if people live in different communities. And it's kind of nice, like walking around campus drunk and cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then if you're like generally not just when you're drunk, like if you're walking home alone late at night, it's good to like be on the phone with someone. And I would just use that like as a time to like call my sister or one of my friends and just like be talking because you know, better safe than sorry, um, yeah. as I say a lot, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciated that my friends, shout out to Callie, that one time we went to the <laughs> ECC after party, um, like that they would text me to make sure I got back okay, even though I was like riding the bus, so, like they saw me to the bus, I got on the bus, and then the bus stop was literally like right outside my building. <laughs> you never know, like, you never know. You okay? <laughs> um, Eat before you go out and don't drink on an empty stomach because you will be a lot more likely to yak. Um, and yak if you must. Like, it'll make you feel better. From what I've heard, I've never yaked before. That's one of my flexes. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> so, yeah, just, like, be careful. Like, be safe. They have, what are, like, the golden rules again? No turf left behind. Pre-game. Uh, Pre-game with protein. protein uh... Honestly, like, people make a lot of fun of those golden <laughs> things, but, like, they're actually useful, so, yeah, even if you make fun of them, like, when you're talking to your friends, like, keep it in the back of your head, because <laughs> it's good advice, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. Um, and don't be pressured to drink, don't be pressured to smoke or vape or do anything that you're uncomfortable with. Um, you know, you're there to socialize and to have a good time, and you shouldn't be, like, doing anything that you're not comfortable with. And I know a lot of people who just go to the party and don't drink and just still have a good time socializing. And honestly, it kind of is like amusing watching drunk people when you're sober. It's kind of, it's kind of entertaining. And also if you are the sober friend all the time, whenever your friends go out, you're always the one you feel like you're babysitting them. Like don't be afraid to, to speak up and tell them how you feel because it's better if they know how you're feeling about having to babysit them whenever they go out and then you can create a system where 
everyone is held accountable and they're your friends. So you should be okay with like being upfront about these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's okay to be scared, like especially the first time. Like I remember me and Isha went to our first party together. It was terrifying. Yeah, I was so scared. We, it, was, it was absolutely horrifying. And we had just like stood in the corner the whole time like holding our cups, just standing there, not talking to anyone, not doing anything. I remember Isha wants to go play beer pong, except she didn't want to drink, so she, she made her partner drink all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like, it's fine. Do what you want. Like, no pressure either way. If you want to party, go party. If you don't want to party, don't party. Um, generally, know where Marathon is, because after, after that party gets busted, you're going to want to go get some of those fries. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not drunk, those fries are like, fire <laughs> or mcdonald's too that's a, a mcdonald's is a classic oh, yeah, party, yeah. Yeah. and also Callie, you've talked about all the people you met at mcdonald's <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry <laughs> and this final tip goes with some of the stuff more practical advice that we were giving earlier get an uber get a lyft get both apps and store coupon codes on there before you go out that's what i did because they can get surprisingly expensive, especially if you go to like an off-campus like house party. So I would get both of the apps. And then if I knew I was going out that night, I'd like look up online, like coupon codes, like Lyft 2020 or whatever month and year it was. And then I'd store those coupon codes on my um, account so that whenever I go out, I could just apply it and then get discounts. And you don't have to spend that much money because college is expensive, both the tuition and your personal expenses. So get to save money wherever you can um that kind of goes into our next section of like self-care that was a big section that we had and one of the subsections was managing your money um get a venmo because everyone uses it it is highly valuable <laughs> before i went into college i was like debating getting a bank account like to link it to the venmo and mm -hmm. my family friend so my dad like asked his coworker who has like a daughter in at UMD, who's a year above us, and she was like, oh, I've never used Venmo, and it's fine, but, like, honestly, I don't know what she's been doing, because all the clubs <laughs> use Venmo, like, all your friends mm -hmm. use Venmo, it's easier than, like, using cash, but to this day, I still actually don't have a bank account, it's just, like, a self-sustaining ecosystem at this point, like, people pay me, and then I pay them, and, like, the money circulates. Okay, I have, like, a story, like, I was volunteering for one of the orgs, I did first semester and we were doing a lot of fundraising and I uh, volunteered to like have use my Venmo to collect all the money. So people were sending all the money to my Venmo. I don't, I don't even know what happened, but basically like it was very difficult keeping my personal Venmo account separate from like the, the business expenses, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then there was this one point where something happened and I was very afraid that I had to repay somebody $600 from my own bank account because we didn't have enough in the Venmo anymore. And like, there's some things within the system that doesn't that don't really work well um, if you do link your bank account to your Venmo. So um, also just like don't don't collect business things in your personal account. That's not a good idea at all. <laughs> also uh, off of the credit card bit, like know what you're getting into before you get a credit card because at least my credit card it's linked to my family's account. So mm -hmm. my dad like takes care of like the credit scores and things like that, but you have to be really careful if you get your own credit card before you enter college about making payments on time and like figuring out how often you use the credit card because that contributes to your credit score and you don't mm -hmm. want to start off on the wrong foot and have a really low credit score. 
Because when you get a credit card, you have a credit score, but it's not exactly 800. And the more purchases you make and the more timely payments you make to that credit card, the higher your credit score goes until you can reach 800. But you don't want that credit score to go lower than what you start with. So be really careful about that because your credit score is linked to credit cards that you might want to buy in the future or any other financial decisions that you make. So be careful about that. And, and then also just keep track of what you're spending because I ended up spending, especially first semester, a lot more money than I thought I would be spending. <laughs> um, and you go out to eat and you pay clubs for fees and things and it all adds up. So even if it's just a note stock on your phone where you write down your purchases for the month, that's better than nothing because when you use a credit card, you can't like see where the money is going. You just swipe and go. Um, but set a budget for yourself and try and stick to it. It's good to start thinking about money management, especially mm -hmm. um, in college when you have that um, leeway. You're independent, but you're not quite completely independent. So another thing is that when we were doing all those fundraisers, we made sure to make Venmo payment an option because college kids don't think that Venmo money is real money. Like it's you literally just press a button and like you get something from it. So it's very good for when you're trying to fundraise and get money from people. But if it's your money that you're spending, like, be careful. Venmo money is real money. <laughs> no, it's not Kim's cash. But it's, it's not, not real money when you're giving it to Tassa, so. That is true. <laughs> um, okay, now in terms of more, like, physical self-care, exercise. Since our dorms are very close to Epley, I would go there pretty often. And generally, I just went on the treadmill but because it was like the only thing I really knew how to do and I was too self-conscious to try any of the other machines. Um, but the SPH gym is very close to Epley as well. And it's, it's a lot smaller, so there are a lot fewer people there and it's a lot less in intimidating. And I know Isha likes to go there a lot. Another thing is that the pool in Epley is like really nice. Um, I would also go to like badminton practices, which were in SPH and that was really fun. I'd go to weekend spin classes or like bar classes, Pilates classes. And it's really nice to like have those classes available because in the real world, you're not going to get them for free. So like take advantage while you can, while you're paying all this tuition money, like take advantage of those. I only actually went to the pool once and it was the outdoor pool when it was still Ooh. open. And there's a water slide there, guys. Like, really? fun fact. Like, oh. I mean, because I was talking to my roommate and she was going swimming like every day and I thought she was just like dedicated to exercise, but she was like, what? <laughs> No, I just go on the water slide and I like splash oh. around. So that is an option if you guys want to go before it gets too cold. But also, I guess that's not happening this year. Because <laughs> so, many, so much of this advice is just not applicable. <laughs> also, but, like behind Epley is the rock climbing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And you so love so much. So much. But like climbing was. I got so strong in my first semester and then I, I did weight training in like the winter when the wall was closed and now I have like an Earth Crux membership so I climb there. But rock climbing, such a good like form of exercise, so much fun. But also behind the behind the Epley building where the rock climbing wall is, there's this office area and that's like the office for the adventure program and not many people know about the UMD adventure program but it's basically um, this this organization on campus that runs adventure trips every weekend throughout the semester or even on weekdays. So they'll have like kayaking, climbing outdoors, hiking, backpacking. They have like 
white water rafting. They have so many different like activities that you can do. And, and you have to sign up um, for the weekend trips before the semester starts, like a month before the semester starts, the spots open up. And that's also, I've heard they're really fun. I've only done backpacking, but the community is really great there if you're into that kind of stuff. And it's a good way to stay active and get off campus once in a while. Guys, mm-hmm. best buds camping trip. <laughs> well, not about cool, camping. But, okay. Fine, best also, buds hiking, backpacking. <laughs> let's go hiking. I'm down for that. You also can, if you want to go backpacking with your friends and not with the school, you can get discounted rentals on like backpacks, on sleeping bags, sleeping pads, kerosene, like lighters for cooking backcountry meals and stuff. So it's actually so underrated and not many people know about it. So life hack, check out the adventure program. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, Callie was also talking about the classes at Epley, and okay, my favorite class was actually the meditation class, which isn't actually exercise, which is why it was my favorite class. But honestly, it's like so nice. I actually went like every week. I think they had them on Mondays and Wednesdays at Epley, and I would go like every Monday, and I would just like lay there and like low key take a nap. But it was like a more refreshing nap because I was meditating. <laughs> I don't know. I really recommend them. Not a lot of people actually go. So it was just like like one or two people and then like the teacher. <laughs> and it was really nice. Also, yoga is another good relaxing class option mm-hmm. for you less physically inclined people out there. Okay, so that was exercise. Another thing is like food because once you're in college, like those dining plans generally have to get um the ones that are like you can access any diner at any time of the day unlimited access like there's no limit on how many times it can go per day which is really nice if you just want to like go in and grab a snack um but i also tended to forget to eat like a lot um <laughs> which is not good and it's very easy to like lose track of time and just be too lazy to go eat dinner or lunch if you're not hungry but just don't get in the habit of it so when you're making your schedule, make sure you have time in between your classes for a proper lunch and a proper dinner. Um, breakfast is kind of debatable. Like breakfast, everyone skips breakfast. But even <laughs> if it's ramen, it's better than nothing generally. So just like don't starve yourself. <laughs> but also don't go overboard on eating. Like freshman 15, we all know it's a thing. Like eat your fruits and veggies, eat your protein, have a balanced diet. But also like the cookies and the diner kind of fire, kind of slap. Um, the soft serve, I enjoyed it. So, like, treat yeah, yourself, but, like, don't Maryland's go overboard. I don't know. ice cream, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then on the topic of food, we also wanted to give you guys some diner food tips <laughs> because, you know, like, some of it is not great. Um, but <laughs> 251 is objectively the best diner. Like, I thought mm. that was a lie. I was like, all the diner food's the same. Like, why would anything be better? But, like, no. it is. Like, it, it's so much better. Like, I don't know why. They just make it better there. Uh, like their 251 mac and cheese, like oh, the so the curly mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. So good. Dude, I used to go there and like only eat the pasta. Like 251 pasta, like, yes. <laughs> like especially compared to like North Campus Diner. Mm-hmm. North Campus and South Campus, I think they're like comparable, but 251 is really good. However, the hours are very limited, so that yeah. is kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. But. And if you're living North Campus, like, the walk isn't even that bad. Like, just do the walk, go to eat <laughs> some better food, and come back. It's, it's mm-hmm. not that much effort, but your ex- dining experience will be forever changed. I'm sad <laughs> I found out about 251 later in the year, though, so the earlier you start eating there, the better. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
um, besides the mac and cheese and the pasta, they have chicken tenders, which is always like a classic. I personally think they're overrated, but like everyone loves them and they're, they're good. Um, sometimes they have pot stickers. Um, and this is like on all the diners, not just 250. Yeah. Yeah. They call them Terrapin favorites. And honestly, Terrapin favorites was what got me through the week. Like it's the only thing I look forward to, honestly, <laughs> like being like on Wednesday, there will be chicken tenders this week or like. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what else is there? <laughs> Honestly, had, I only cared about the chicken tenders and the pot stickers. Yeah. <laughs> they had like seasonal. Mm-hmm. Like I remember for Mardi Gras, they had like po' boys. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Mardi Gras type food. So it just depends on the week, the season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, also, they sometimes like, have like events, like where they would bring in food from like the campus farm or like. Oh yeah. There's like karaoke or like parties in the diner. Um, the diner kind of sucks at cooking those vegetables, but like you you gotta eat them anyways. Like I ate a lot of broccoli, a lot of green beans. They weren't very good, but it works, you know. I pretty much only ate broccoli, but even then I was like like half the time they wouldn't put salt on it. And I was like, <laughs> why would you like just boil broccoli? <laughs> yeah. Um another good thing, well, debatable, but uh they had like tater tots and then right next to them they usually had like cauliflower tots and people don't like them but I thought they were like okay and it was a good way to like make a healthier substitute you know mm-hmm. I think the squash was pretty good the carrots were pretty good the um the brussels sprouts were also decent like they were they were all right <laughs> yeah questionable <laughs> oh well maybe okay yeah honestly they weren't that good. The fruit was also mediocre, but like you have to eat what you have to eat to stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. I exclusively ate cantaloupe. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The cantaloupe yeah, was good. Cantaloupe. Well, not good, but it was it was very it was better it's like, than I it's expected. It's hard to mess up cantaloupe. Yeah. Um in terms of breakfast food, I don't know why we dedicated like a whole section to this. Um I feel like at some point I stopped eating breakfast, but I like generally try to eat breakfast, even if it was just going in and grabbing a croissant before I like walk to class. Um, but cereal, especially, okay, cereal also hits different when it's like late night, it's 1130 and you're going for a late night dining run. Cocoa Puffs, yes. Um, I really like the scones, the smoothie. Um, yeah, those were the scones I would like grab two before I went to class because they were just so good. <laughs> and for my non-dairy gals and guys, they are there is silk, vanilla. They don't have the original flavor, but they have silk vanilla. Mm-hmm. There is soy milk. And the, the waffle stations are pretty good too. We used to make like what we called communal waffles, where we made two big waffles different ways. So we put like Oreo pieces and whipped cream on one and then syrup and sprinkles on the other. And then <laughs> a group of like six of us would just like share the two waffles. It was that so so fun. Aww, so cute. I've actually never used the waffle makers. Yeah, me neither. I always forget that they're there because like you, yeah. I just pass all the food first <laughs> and then you have to go in to get the waffles. Mm-hmm. They also have muffins and bagels. They have that like little bagel guillotine, gu- gu- guillotine is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> They have that little bagel guillotine, which I think is fun. Um, um, there are also donuts. Um, they had Boston mm-hmm. cream donuts second semester, and one of my friends was, like, obsessed with them. So she would inform us every time there were Boston <laughs> cream donuts. Do you end up eating out 
quite a bit because people like to order food, coffee, bubble tea, mm -hmm. and eat out on Route 1 as like a group activity. So get food delivery apps like Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash and take advantage of the deals that they have because most apps have referral points. They have discounts on local restaurants and on-campus restaurants. I think DoorDash or Grubhub, one of the two, they have like an on-campus like deals thing. And you can also get like a ridiculous deal on your first purchase for all three. So I would like get Grubhub first and then like use their deal for like the first time user and then get Uber Eats. So like I basically get three free meals. And <laughs> also like if you have a McDonald's near you, the McDonald's app has good deals if you order McDonald's. And then yeah, sometimes you do get sick of diner food and another option is Stamp. They have some um, restaurants and things in the food court and it's near the center of campus. And that's one thing that bothers me so much about UMD is that the dining halls are flanked on either ends of the campus. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing in the middle, especially because all my classes were like concentrated in the middle of campus. But having dining dollars is good because you can spend money. Basically, you're getting a discount every time you spend money on like an on-campus restaurant. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And it's it's a good investment, I'd say. I had... A surprising amount of dining dollars for first semester and I would just like go to the library and every day get myself a Starbucks and just sit down <laughs> and study and I I loved it. <laughs> I see that's where your coffee addiction started. <laughs> Actually okay wait let me sidetrack a little and tell you where my coffee addiction started okay so before <laughs> I take coffee out of necessity like it was like okay um and then one day um, one day Isha comes up to me at like 10 30 p.m. and she's like I'm gonna go to the diner and get an iced coffee do you want some and I was like it's 10 30 I probably shouldn't because I'm like pretty sensitive to caffeine or at least I was I don't know about it anymore <laughs> um, but after she said that I was like oh my god an iced coffee sounds so good so I went to sleep and the next morning I was like dying to have an iced coffee and then I got an iced coffee it was so good and since then you know that's where my addiction started. <laughs> so it's Arisha's fault. <laughs> I see no remorse in Isha's face. Converted <laughs> her. Now she drinks more coffee than me. I like barely drink a cup a week, maybe. <laughs> oh, I drink like two a day <laughs> on average. Oops. Um, another important part of your physical health is sleeping. And college kids like don't sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that's a common theme <laughs> except for my roommate who slept at nine every night and got up at six I'm Amazing. still like constantly impressed by her. it's good to take naps I was a serial napper as Sean mentioned <laughs> in our first Shout episode. Out to Sean. um yeah having a blanket just like taking a quick hour long nap <laughs> I say quick because <laughs> these are like two hours that's not even like healthy but um yeah napping is good and especially because like a lot of the social scene sort of brightens up between 8 and 12 at night because most people are done with their homework around then and people are just mm -hmm. chilling together there's a lot of FOMO in college where yeah <laughs> so much miss out on this and like maybe this will happen and blah 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 um, but sometimes you just have to prioritize your sleep over socializing. Like mm -hmm. if you have an early class or an exam or something, like take the time sometimes to put yourself first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, another trick is that in McKeldin, they actually have like these sleeping pods. Like have you, if you go into the them? Footnotes Cafe, like way in the back, they have these two like, 
like you can like lay down on the benches and then where your head is they have like a little egg shell thing where you can like swivel it around so you're like in the dark you just face it so confused have you never seen these I haven't seen them, but I've heard about them. But I thought they were like a whole sleeping pod. Like that's what like they marketed mm-hmm. them as. So I thought it's you literally like, crawled just, like, in there. A bench, and you like swivel the shell around your head, so you're like your head is dark, but your body's just like exposed to the public. Oh, well, okay, okay. <laughs> it I sounds see. like a recipe to get your laptop stolen. But also, like people just crash on the McKeldin like couches and just fall asleep, and it, like, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> as long as you like put your arms around your bag so nobody steals anything, you know. <laughs> but yeah, get enough sleep because it, it's pretty essential. You should, you should look so confused. I'm like looking them up, but now I got distracted and I'm looking up Tokyo Capsule Hotels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay, so beyond physical um, health, there's also mental health. Um, and we've also talked a lot about this, like, in the, when we talked about first semester, because that was, taking care of your mental health was very essential back then. Um, personally, I journaled a heck ton, like we've already talked about before. Um, during first semester, I really liked coming back from my classes and going to my dorm, and just sitting down and spewing out all of my thoughts, and it was very cathartic. So that was, like, how I dealt with a lot of things. Um, they also have Help Center, which Clarissa works at, so maybe she can talk more about it. And then our shout out to our friends um, who created a Lean on Me helpline, which is like peer counseling. So I don't really know the details, but maybe we can feature them on our Instagram <laughs> if they want. And also just talking to friends is nice, like prioritize conversations with your friends and and develop relationships with your friends where like you can tell them things and unload your problems and they'll reciprocate and like unload on you. So you have that sort of mutual relationship. Like I would literally just show up in Shruti Ganesha's room sometime unannounced and she, she wouldn't say anything. She'd get out the popcorn, we'd chill on her bed and then we'd all talk. And plus Maggie, her roommate was like such a sweetheart and we'd all like give each other advice on things that were going on in our lives. So those were always so nice. And um, it was surprisingly difficult too, because you don't have swipes into other buildings, so I'd have to, like, sneak up the elevator and stuff. <laughs> Little spy moment, but whatever. It was, it, those, like, conversations were something I really valued. Mm-hmm. And then, like, stairwell conversations. Sometimes you meet someone in a stairwell and you end up just talking. Like, I remember I, there were, like, conversations that I had with people at, like, two in the morning, just, like, we met in the stairwell and then we were sitting on the stairs and just like talking and then like tea time with my friend Jason we used to sit up in like the lounges and talk about our day and then he'd bring like his iced tea and we'd (laughs) talk about like things that are going on in our lives and our problems and try and help each other out so that was also really fun too. I used to call my friend from the stairwell every week because again like I have mentioned many times my roommate (laughs) slept at nine and I called my friend around like 10 at night so I would sit in the stairwell for like two hours and we'd just talk. But actually, funny story. Um, so actually around the time, like right before we left for quarantine, um, there was like a sign on the stairwell door that said like, if you smoke weed here, we will like call the police and prosecute you. And I guess people <laughs> were smoking weed in the stairwell. But I was like sitting there and I guess like they saw me on the camera because it was like, someone sitting alone in the stairs and they thought I was doing drugs <laughs> actually like one of the res life people like came in and like opened the door and like looked at me and then like I mean like I guess she smelled that there wasn't weed there so she left but 
<laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, exercise to get those endorphins pumping. Like when I was like real sad, I ran a lot, like almost once a day, sometimes twice. Um, going on walks with friends, skating at oh night God. in the Cali, parking garage. When we went, oh, you mean like you're skateboarding? I thought you meant ice skating. Oh, no, that was also fun. That was good <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Hanging out with your friends, socializing, yes. Oh, yeah. Also, going on walks is nice. Um, I did talk about this in other episodes, but UMD has a nice campus at night if you're mm-hmm. not scared of being murdered. But it's like a good space to wander around if you stay in like the center of campus and like the brightly lit areas. Mm-hmm. Also, going out to eat with friends. Like, I mean, Asia talks a lot about like maintaining those friendships. But like for me, I did like a every week on Fridays, I would go out to eat with some of my friends and it was like a scheduled thing. So that way, like we were held accountable to that. <laughs> um, I would meet up with my friend Joanna in 251 on Fridays. Um, so even if we weren't going out, it was really, like, we barely ate anything either. We would eat, like, a cookie or some fries, um, but it was just nice, like, scheduling in that time to, like, sit down and talk. So that's a tea on college life from living in dorms to dealing with classes, and if you're an incoming freshman listening to this, we hope these tips will be helpful in your transition, and feel free to reach out to any of us if you have any other questions. Remember to have a fun time, uh-huh. as on the herb. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my (laughs) jokes is actually so poor. (laughs) But regardless, have a fun time because that's what college is really about. And even though some of these tips aren't very applicable for the upcoming semester, you know, hopefully they'll be applicable in the future. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully you'll get some use out of them. So as always, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.